What is going on, everyone? Welcome to 48 Minutes Podcast. I am joined tonight by my co-host, Ben Brown. How's it going, sir? Man, it is wonderful. Wonderful. Just finished uh, All-Star Weekend, so that was that was cool. I know we're going to talk about that, but uh, all is good, man. How are you? Man, yeah, we're halfway through the season, so this yes, is... Yes, we uh, are. We're going to get a little grindy towards this end of the year. You know, I mm-hmm. always feel like the last couple months, especially the last month before the playoffs, is kind of a a long marathon. And it's usually not super interesting because you got a lot of players that are trying to get their teams into the playoffs. And you have you have players that are trying to kind of hold back and not do as much to save themselves for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always interesting to see what happens this time of year so but um we had the annual event this week all-star weekend all-star break um for the most part i would say it didn't completely disappoint uh it's there's been some years that have been absolutely terrible mm-hmm. um i know we were talking off camera a couple minutes you're we're not big all-star game guys um but um, let's just get into it. Let's get into the recap for this and uh, kind of talk about, you know, what had, what had happened over this last week. So, All-Star game was last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Tatum, he wins the 2023 All-Star MVP. He sets an NBA All-Star record with most points ever scored in a game. 55 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists, which... You know, the rebounds and the assists are kind of, you know, not really important in a game like this just because no one plays defense. No one's taking this super seriously. Uh, You know, usually about halfway through the game, a player decides, you know what, I'm going to go for it. There were a few of them that tried to go for it this year. So Tatum Mm -hmm. tried to go for it. Obviously, he ended up getting it. He got 55 points. Donovan Mitchell scored 40. Mm -hmm. Um Team LeBron finally loses, so 184 to 175, which is just an absolutely ridiculous score. Insane. And just insane. Um, uh, Jalen Brown also had a great game. Um, how are you feeling about how the All-Star game is going each year now? I just feel like every year I – you know, I don't know what to what to expect, and I kind of get the same thing every year. What do you, how do you feel about that right now? Um, honestly, like I almost feel like it's uh, NFL Pro Bowlish. Um, like the the Pro Bowl was a great game. It was a great honor to be you know selected in the Pro Bowl. You know, guys played hard. You don't want anybody to get hurt. I mean, that's that's rule number one. So I mean, you don't want anybody to get hurt. You don't want anything to happen. You know, guys have got the regular season to deal with and everything like that. And, and you get that and you understand that. And I do. Um, 
But there comes a, a, a point where you've got to make a decision on um, the competitiveness of the game. Um, what we watched last night or what people watched last night, um, it, it, you know, I, I guess there's some people happy with it. I know a lot of pugnants said that they weren't. Um, just because, you know, it's not competitive until it gets to the end. Um, but that's kind of like the NBA season, right? Like, you know, guys know they're going to make the playoffs or they're not going to make the playoffs pretty much by the first quarter of the season. So, um, you know, then they decide to turn it on and play and, and this, that, and the other. So I don't know if they're going to make any adjustments. Um, the, um, the game itself is all just about, you know, the dunks and the scores and things like that, which is fine. But, um, you know, when you, when you think about the best, of the best, like I really would love to see them compete, like make it competitive, make it, make it fun. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not one of those guys. It's like, you know, back in my day, I'm not one of those guys, but um, make it a little bit competitive. I mean, Put, put some money, you know, put some money on the line, do some thing, you know, do some things that make it a little bit more competitive. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but I'd also want to see the best players in the world play a pickup basketball game. Like, that's pretty much what it is. And I would love to see that, you know. Now, when you're saying you, you'd like to see it more competitive each year, and that is something I think I feel like any true NBA fan would like to see. The stakes are not there. There's no stakes. There's no stakes, yeah. You know, we've talked, you know, year, you know, in years past, maybe it would be good if, you know, home court advantage in the NBA finals or something like that. Right. You know, something was actually at stake. But now with the with the, you know, the picking of the teams, it's not really East versus West anymore. Right. Um, and I feel like those kind I don't know. I feel like I, I do you miss the East versus West? I do. I do. Too. I miss I miss okay. the East versus West. Um, I missed. I miss that competitiveness of that. Like when you had East versus West, like those guys were were super competitive uh, because they wanted their conference to win. Like it, it was, it was, um, it was really fun to see those guys compete. And those are guys, you know, guys that don't get to play together all the time, um, coming together representing their conference, just made it a little bit more interesting. I don't know if they can do that. I don't know. I, I I don't know if you can can put the the home court advantage on the finals. I know I know baseball does that for the World Series, um, but I, I don't know if you can do that for bat. I, I don't know. They just got. I think they have to do something, or they're going to lose interest. Kind of like uh, the NFL and the Pro Bowl. Like it became a flag football game now. I will say this, they put like other skills things in place and did some other things, which was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. They just got to figure something out. It just, it just, I don't know if it pulled a whole lot of interest or a whole lot of people, but yeah, I, I just don't think that it was something where people were like drawn to it. Yeah. I almost feel like all-star weekend or all-star, the all-star game is actually just kind of attack on. At the, mm-hmm. end of the, at the end of the weekend, um, yeah. you got all this kind of fun, goofy stuff that happens before I, uh, I did watch the celebrity game, which was pretty ridiculous. I was yeah. randomly at home and flipped it on and probably watched about 40 minutes too much of it. So, <laughs> um, it was, uh, it was, it was really something. So um, now quick trivia question for you. 
Mm-hmm. Who has won the most NBA All Star MVPs? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan. No, no. So I just I I was curious about this. So two two players have won it four times. Oh, Kobe? Kobe Bryant, Kobe, and Bob Pettit. Really? Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Bob Pettit so, going for it. Okay. Yeah, I know, man. Okay, I know, man. Okay. That, the king of the stretch four. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but kind of moving on here. So I did catch, we both caught all-star Saturday, which I always mm-hmm. think is kind of the highlight of the weekend, you know? Yeah. Um, so going to the next event. So all-star Saturday. So the skills competition. Worst skills contest ever. <laughs> This was bad. I don't know how much you caught it. Did you catch any of this? Man, I caught the I caught the tail end of it. I caught the oh tail end God. of it. Oh my god. It was terrible. It was so terrible. This was one of the worst ones they've ever done. Mm. And the shooting, the shooting which should be, you know, right now we're in a in a league of shooting. Should right. have been the easiest part and I mean, it it felt like 2 minutes where there was a team or two who just couldn't make any baskets. I mean, oh. it was embarrassing. Um, so the teams. That well, I heard the jazz were, one with like nine points. Yeah. So the Naz and the, the jazz ended up winning. Um, they were actually very good at the beginning of, of the competition. And then they kind of mailed it in, but the, the shooting portion at the end is what really killed everybody. So there was two other teams. There was team Giannis, which Giannis was not playing in this. So, no. and I'm not, and I'm not trying to, you know, say this, but seriously, without Giannis being in that, it's not worth watching. It's just his right. bum brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will say this. And I got to give Giannis credit, man. He does bring his brothers along wherever he goes. Like, he, he he's does. like, you guys want to be in the All-Star game? You're like, they're like, sure. We don't see yeah, the court I mean, on our regular team, but hey, like. Yeah, that's whoop. the thing. It's like, it's like, how many other groups of people that could you have put together that would have been more entertaining than the Giannis brothers that aren't Giannis. Right. You know, I, I just thought that was, they did do a rookie team, which uh, I, I really did. I thought that they were going to win it just because they were the young bucks, but uh, mm-hmm. um, Palo, uh, uh, Jalen Smith, is that his, Jabari okay. Smith? Yeah. Jabari, Jabari Smith. Jabari. I, I always say Jalen. I don't know why I do that. Jabari Smith. And I believe, um, I believe it was Ivy who was the okay. other the other gentleman in it, and they were terrible. They were absolutely <laughs> terrible. I mean, the Jazz are a real team, and you know they, they kind of deserve to be in there. They was in Utah, you know, it was yeah. a good moment, especially for Walker Kessler. Man, he just like he was just cheesing the whole time. So, oh yeah, you know that was fun. But do you remember like the original? So there was the there was the two ball competition, which initially replaced the dunk contest in 1998. Uh-huh which that yep. eventually morphed into the skills competition. Now the best skills competitions that I always felt that they had going on were when they did teams that they were one NBA team and they would mm-hmm. do one current NBA player, one yep. WNBA, and then a legend, which I always yep. thought was really, really fun. Uh, one year, Scotty Pippen ended up entering it. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Bill Lambeer somehow got some sort of jersey on his body and went out there. <laughs> and the thing that, that was, so, and there was the thing that was so fun about those years was you had to make a half court shot. Yep. And 
Yep. That's not part of the event anymore. The half court shot is not there, which I feel like the half court shot is almost like playing a game of horse. You know, oh, yeah. you don't know who's going to make it. Someone's going to eventually make it, you know, and with all these shooters, the fact that they removed the half court shot from this event, I thought was just dumb. Yeah. It was just boring. It's like, they should actually move it back. I think they should do a three quarters length shot. See, if they can. <laughs> See, I think these guys could make some shots like that. Oh I yeah, mean, I think so. I, I think they practice it all the time, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of these guys, it would probably take a you know maybe five or six tries, but once it goes in, it looks really cool. You know, yeah. you get it on camera, it looks awesome. But um, probably the worst skills competition I've ever seen, though. It was so boring. Um, just not not great. I just don't understand why they changed it. Like the format of the 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 um, current player, the WNB play, WNBA player, um, and the legend was always fun. Like I don't understand what the what the idea of of making this new skills competition, where Giannis gets to bring his brothers out and, and run them around the court. Like like I. I like the old. I like the old skills competition better. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure why they changed it. Like, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, and I, I, I really hope that they they think about changing it back because I, I don't know. I just I love seeing an, a legend back in their old jersey. Oh yeah, absolutely. Out there hucking three pointers because you know they're mm-hmm. probably not gonna. You know, it's not a full game or anything. They're probably not gonna get hurt. You know. No. Um. But they could go out there and do it, and it's it's just great. It's just yeah. great. Um, so, anyways, uh, moving on to the next uh, the next thing, the three point contest. So, third Dame times a charm. Dame Lillard. Is <laughs> <laughs> so this is the third time he's entered. He finally ended up getting it. Um, there were a few guys in this that did not come out swinging at no. all. I was really Kevin, disappointed in Tyler Hero. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Like, that's oh all gosh. you do is shoot threes. Like I know that's all you're on the court and, for. I mean, and he, well, you know, <laughs> you think about it, like Tyler Hero looks like one of those dudes. Like if he goes out of town for any sort of like party weekend, he's probably out and about. You know what I mean? Oh he, he yeah, yeah. He, he just uh, he just he just looks like he's out there having fun all the time. I don't blame him. It's fine. You know, I don't know how he's surviving in Miami on a regular oh, basis. Oh man, but, yeah. But uh. He, I, I was, I was also very disappointed with him. He was terrible, and he's also got a chip on his shoulder. I just thought he would come out and just be like, mm-hmm. you know, he's just got, he's got that, that it factor where I thought, you know, he, I thought he was going to actually come out swinging. He did not. No. Um, Kevin Herter, terrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he, he was a complete. He, he scored eight, seven or eight points. It was seven. Terrible. I thought, man. Yeah, it was. God, did did Michael Jordan make more than that? The one time oh, he did it. I mean, this was yeah, terrible. It was bad. It was so so bad. And then <laughs> Julius Randle gets put in the event. Who did he replace? Do you remember? Oh, who did he replace? Um, I can't remember. I, I can't remember either. He should have just said no. Yeah, he, he so, should have just yeah, like, yeah, man, I'm not, Reg- I'm not a, I'm, this isn't my game. Your boy Reggie Miller was on the mic before he oh, came he out. Was. And, and so he was like, he's like, he does not belong in this competition at no. all. And then he, he was terrible. And he was like, I told y'all, he was, he was the worst. So not a great contest. I will say your boy, uh, Tyrese Halliburton yeah. put on a show. I really thought he was going to win that thing. I did too, but you can tell, like, you could tell in that second round, man, like he, like 
he he is not per se a three point shooter. Um, that first round was good because he caught it, got a rhythm. The second round, however, he could not, and it was it was not good. So I feel like I feel like Dame really wanted this. Like I feel oh, like yeah. he really really wanted it. Like he was like you know he's like and 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 his his reasoning behind it. He's one of the greatest shooters of all time, and he's never I would agree. he's never he's never won it before. So you know, mm-hmm. um, how many Steph got? Does he got one or two? Uh, I think Steph got two. I think I he's got two. Yeah. Does Clay have one as well? He does. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So some, you know, the best, some of the best shooters of all time have, you know, gotten this. Did Dirk get one one year? I think, I think Dirk got Ooh, one. Maybe. Yeah. I maybe say he won. So, um, you know, after like 1998, I really stopped keeping track on who was winning that <laughs> one. So, like after that, like, you know, uh, cause I think Craig Hodges won two or three of them. Oh yeah. Uh, Bird one, three or four. I mean, it's uh, it's always interesting to see who does this. But I feel like that that you know, la- the year before or this last year, I feel like that three point contest was really kind of the highlight of All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, last year's dunk contest was a complete and utter disaster. We talked yeah. about it at length last year. It was so bad, so boring. But Mac McClurg comes out of the shadows. <laughs> Tim, Tim's favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's texts during this were, were so incredible. <laughs> I, I'll never forget. I went to a, uh, I went to, I want to say I, I, I went to a, a Pacers game with him. And I think Mac McClung was playing for the, uh, for the Bulls at the time. And he was just like, <laughs> he's like, it's just a, youtube dunker you know like he already had like a bias then so he's i like that i like when tim has stuff that he's salty about he just goes all in forever he does man it's yeah dude he don't if he's if he's salty about it yeah he's going all the way at it like (laughs) there's no there's no like softly stepping into it nah he he will tell you yeah it's it's a wrap (laughs) so matt mcclung wins matt mcclung put on a show I don't. I don't care what anybody says. He was the star of All Star Weekend. This yes, weekend. he was. Um, as you can see in this picture, he had a guy standing on top of another guy's shoulders, and he held the ball and jumped over him. Uh, Mac McClung has a forty-eight to fifty-inch vertical jump. Mm-hmm. He's about six foot two, but probably a little bit. It's he's listed as six foot two, but we we think that that's probably not that's, really as high. He's probably that's a six. Gift. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a gift. gift on that. So he's generously listed at six foot two. Um, he was four for four on his dunks. Oh, and that was the best part about them, it. He did one that I think was like a 540. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond a 360. I mean, his final dunk was incredible. It was a great moment uh for Mac, and he put on his his uh his Gate City high school jersey and mm-hmm. did that. And I thought that that was really cool. And Dame also put on, he put on his, his college jersey. His college jersey, college. yeah. Yeah, he had went to school uh, near Utah, and he ended up Weaver going. Weaver State. That, Weaver State, yeah. So yep. he ended up having that. But uh, Mac ended up winning. Uh, he beat out uh, Kenyon Martin Jr., um, the guy from the Knicks, <laughs> whose name I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And uh, who was the other guy who was in there this year? Oh, there was Kenny Martin. Yeah. Um, 
It was Kenny Martin Jr., Matt McClung. Um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Man, I am. I am also drawing a blank here. Yeah. So let's. Man, it was just a couple days ago. This is terrible. I, I, know it I is. can't remember it. It's like the only thing that I remembered was was Mac, just absolutely dumb. Well, I mean, he stole the show, man. He did steal the show. Um, let's see here, McClung, Trey Murphy. I am so sorry. There you Trey go, Trey Murphy from the from the Pelicans, Jericho Sims of the Knicks, and then Kenyon Martin Jr. So, um, Kenyon Martin ended up uh, coming out to help his son, which I thought was pretty cool for a, for yeah. a brief moment. He was there at the game, and uh, but the the problem with the other dunkers were they couldn't they couldn't complete the dunk on the first try. You got to do yeah. it on the first try. If, if you do it the second or third, there's not enough hype. And Mac, like he knew what he was doing. He knew he was going to go for it. So Mac ends up making, I think a hundred thousand dollars from winning mm-hmm. the slam that, which I didn't know how much money was involved in that. Oh yeah. It's a pretty nice, nice uh, piece of change in his career earnings before that were 106,000. So, <laughs> yeah, he, pretty, he that's pretty good. That's pretty good for a night work, you know. But I, I, I have to agree. Like he, um, going into it, and I know we had talked about this before. There were some, were definitely some doubts because, you know, he was in the G League. Like, like, you know, he wasn't a well-known name as far as like NBA guys. Like, so, but no, none of those guys really are well-known names. So I know that. There were a little bit of doubts, but man, like he delivered. Um, like you said, he was four for four uh, on his dunks, um, and he also um, had originality, man. Like, like his five forty reverse was was sick. The double pump dunk was sick. Um, like all of his dunks, and he and he's able to finish. Like as you know, as the kids say now, he's bouncy. You know what I mean? So like he was able to finish stuff. <laughs> Um, get his head above the rim like it, it was legit so uh, as much as Tim doesn't like him or hates him <laughs> he was he he did he did his part uh to save this year's dunk contest um and, and I I was impressed I was thoroughly impressed he he was I, incredible I I think he saved future years dunk contests as well yeah. like he put he put on a show so I was I was happy that they were able to put somebody out there and always always putting the short guy out there, you mm-hmm. know, with a bunch of tall dudes, you know, it's always going to, it's always going to be fun, you know? Oh so, yeah. It's the spud web effect. It is. It absolutely. It's more impressive to watch a guy that's six two supposedly do those kinds of dunks and those kinds of acrobatics. And it is watching a guy that's six ten or six eight yeah. or whatever those other guys were. Um, he was, he was really impressive. I mean, not to say Dwight Howard is not a fantastic dunk contest, you know, champion. He's oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 always been good, and he could get up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like the originality of the dunk contest has gotten kind of. I don't know. I think it's just kind of kind of boring. There was a couple years that were some really fun gimmicks. Like I remember one year Gerald Green put a cupcake on the top of the of the yeah. the rim and blew out candles. You know, I thought that was you know stuff like that is fun when you kind of think outside of the box, but. You know, a lot of the times they just, uh, I don't know, they just don't do anything anymore. So, I don't yeah. know. I, and I think it's harder, too, because everybody's looking for something original. Um, and it, it's hard to be original. I mean, 
Like it I is. said, I got to give Mac McClung credit because, you know, a lot of those dunks that he did, like they were, they were, I wouldn't, I can't say originals, but man, like put his own spin on them to where they looked original. So he made, he um, made them look good. He made them yes, look good on all Absolutely that, so. did. So, all right. So moving on. So all-star weekend is over. Um, and, uh, we've had some buyouts and mm-hmm. some, 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 some players have been picked up on some teams. So here we go. The two biggest names. Uh, we got a former MVP and a former all-star on here. So Russell Westbrook ends up going to the Clippers for the remainder of the year. Kevin mm-hmm. Love going down to Miami. And man, like when I heard, I heard Kevin Love went down to Miami. I was like, of course he did. He's been stuck in Cleveland for, oh, for a number of years, man. He's like, yep. he's like, I'm finishing out the year in South Beach. I don't blame him. You know, yep. he's probably not going to play a whole lot, but Mm-mm. you know, um, but why not uh, do it in South, South Florida? Why not do it in South, South Florida? Florida? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would have done the exact same thing if I was mm-hmm. him, like if that was an option, it wouldn't have, uh, that would have been my only team. So, um, Russell Westbrook going to the Clippers, obviously that ends up kind of being the biggest move here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a former MVP. Uh, he's had a troubled year. Um, you know, still a very, you know, active player, someone who's putting up stats. This year he's averaging 15.9 points a game, 6.2 rebounds, 7.5 assists, and one steal a game. So can't say he's not doing anything, um, but – does he fit in with this current Clippers team, Ben? Um, I I think he does, and I think what he's able to do um, is if if they don't start him, um, he can do the same thing that he did for the Lakers, which is come off the bench and be a spark. Um, you know, he can come off the bench, do what he does, run that second unit, um, and. and be able to be have a second scoring option for whoever's on the floor with that second unit, whether it be Kawhi Leonard or whether it be um, Paul George. So I, I do think that he has some benefit there. Um, he's also, of course, he's got you know playoff experience. Um, he's a veteran guy. Um, people they say he's good in the locker room. So I mean, I think I think anytime you can add a guy like that, I think Russell Westbrook was given. Um, kind of an unfair shake with the Lakers. He was put in a, a bad position, uh, but was able to to make the best out of it by going to the bench and doing all the other things that he was able to do this past year. So I think it's a good pickup for the Clippers. Uh, I think that he will uh, give them another veteran leader. Um, it doesn't make them any younger, of course, but it does give them a veteran um, that, that um, can play the game. And truth be told, I think Tim brought up a good point. Um, he will get revenge on the Lakers at some point <laughs> because this was a uh, this definitely was a revenge signing for him. So um, I, I do like the move for the Clippers. I I like it as well. I'm actually kind of excited to see him go uh, to the Clippers. There were these these talks that he might sign with Chicago, and I was like, oh God, please no. Um, <laughs> and I kind of figured they were probably bullcrap anyway. Um, right, but because uh, I don't know who would want to come sign for the Bulls and try to drag that sorry team up a hill for the next <laughs> two months. Um, but uh, the Clippers, uh, Clippers, right now, I think they're in fourth place in the standings. They are. 
they are in great shape. And Kawhi Leonard, man, he's been he's been picking it up lately. I don't know yeah. how much you've been watching, yep. man, but he is picking it back up um when he's not when he's actually playing, which you know Yeah. I feel like he's playing. Which is right sparingly, now. Like, you know, but it's all sparingly. right. Sparingly. They're gonna save him for the uh for yeah. the playoffs. I think that uh I think Westbrook is gonna bring a an edge to this team. I don't know why I feel like this is going to work better than it did in LA, but I just feel like the, the Lakers were constructed so weird to begin with uh, this year and last, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I feel like LeBron really thought liked the idea of bringing another MVP uh, with a chip on his shoulder to the team, but you have, you had no bench, right? No decent role players. And everywhere that, you know, I feel like, you know, the, the team, the big teams that Russell Westbrook has played for, you know, he's had role players, he's had shooters, he's had, you know, you know, people that could help him. And mm-hmm. it was, it's just, a, it was, like you said, it was a weird experiment uh, yeah. for the Lakers to put him on the team. It didn't work out at all. So, you know, he gets his revenge. Now, I will say this, man, if somehow they ended up, you know, if the Lakers somehow end up making it to the the play in, and they very well could. Yeah, yeah, LeBron, absolutely. Now LeBron did injure his hand at the All Star game the other night. He's okay. Giannis also has injured his hand, and he he's going to be out for a while. But LeBron said the next twenty three games of the season, I think he said, are his most important of his career, or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely put that out there. So he did not mince words. Uh, with that, Josh, no, welcome, definitely. man. Odellis Ferellis. He is here, man. Did I miss anybody playing defense in All Star Game? <laughs> no. You, you miss. You missed. You missed no defense at all. So. <laughs> Didn't think so. Uh, Josh, so we were just talking about Russell Westbrook to the Clippers. Um, you know, Ben and I kind of both feel like the the Lakers were kind of a bad fit for him. He was trying to make something out of his role as a bench player there this year and, and doing a pretty bang-up job. But how are we feeling about, about Westbrook to the Clippers? Well, if you ask Skip Bayless, um, it's like the, <laughs> the worst pickup in the history of basketball, and he's completely 100% out on the Clippers. Uh, oh. I look at it as the way the Clippers play basketball – that Russ could actually be an asset to them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward to this game when they actually do play the Lakers um, with Russ on that team. Uh, He's going to give them the business. Yeah. I think it's more of like, he's got to find his role with the team. Like, what are they looking for? I mean, they got scores already, so I don't think they're going to be looking at him to be a scorer. but if he's, if he's the Russ that, you know, can put up 15, 10 and 10, um, and maybe shoot a little bit close to his average from the field, I, I think he gives them a good chance at, at coming out of the, the West or at least playing in the finals against uh, probably either the Nuggets or the Suns. Um, uh, so it's going to have to wait and see. Okay, okay. But I like it. I, I, when I jumped on, when I jumped on, I heard you saying talking about LeBron saying these were the most important 23 games of his career, but I do – distinctly remember um him also saying uh, a couple years ago he was going playoff mode and uh that did not fare well 
<laughs> Joshua Hayes out here to throw some cold water on LeBron. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> no, I I think that Russell Westbrook. Uh, I think Westbrook's going to be a a real asset to the Clippers. I think he's going to be a a lot better than people think he is. I think this is probably I. I think it's going to be the most important buyout pickup of the end of the year here. Um, Kevin Love goes down to Miami. Um, Kevin Love has not done much lately. He's averaging, I think, 20 20 minutes a game. He's averaging, you know, I think eight points, six or almost seven rebounds. So, I mean, he's going to go down there, be able to add some veteran leadership. Uh, But this team just – the Heat just keep getting older. As time goes right, on. it's a re- retirement community. Ain't what that are the, we doing? But ain't like, that the whole reason why they kept Udonis Haslam? Like so, right? So, so why are they yeah. bringing Kevin Love on? So they got they've got Kevin Love on right now. I believe they also picked up Cody Zeller today as well. Um, what? Yeah. So um, it's uh, it's been kind of a it's been kind of a, a weird time down in Miami. I don't know what the Heat are doing really because Heat don't know what the Heat are doing right now. I, I no, mean, I mean so. Kyle Lowry's been out. He's about to come back. He's washed as hell. Everybody knows he's washed as hell. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you know, Jimmy Butler is going to play hard no matter what goes on. Bam mm-hmm. is incredible. But Bam's and incredible. Tyler Hero, he's he's been a stud. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what this team is anymore. I just yeah. don't know how they, the Heat, the Heat are just such a mishmash of, you know, it, they're not bad players. I just don't think they go together. No, I would agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> the signing of Kevin Love, I think it was just um, – I mean, if we're talking basketball, I mean, he does have a championship. He does bring some veteran leadership. Um, he is able to hit outside shots because um, he's more of a set shooter now um, than he is anything else. Um, so he does give you that. Um, I, I don't know what you – what you're expecting from him. Um, if you're expecting him to play 30 plus minutes a game, it's not going to happen. No. Uh, if you're expecting him to give you the Kevin love that can get you 17 and 12, that's not going to happen. Um, yeah. So I, 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 my, I guess I'm assuming that they signed him um, to play the stretch four role, possibly with that second unit, give them 15 to 20 minutes hit about three or four threes, you know, give them 12.7 rebounds um, with the second unit and, and right off into retirement. But well, um, so Ben, to add on to that, uh, the three, the three guys you just named Sean. So you got Bam averaging 21 and a half points a game, Tyler averaging 20 and a half and Jimmy averaging 21.7 Jimmy and Bam shooting 50% from the field. Tyler shooting um, about 37% from three, all right? So you brought in Lowry, right? And then you read up, you re-upped on Oladipo, and then you have guys like Duncan Robinson, and then you try to fill out the rest of your roster, but like Caleb Martin and Struss and Vincent. And these guys are Struss, 40% from the field. Victor, 40% from the field. Vincent, 39% from the field. Lowry, 39% from the field. Duncan Robinson, 36% from the field. Like, they are getting no production out of these guys whatsoever. Yeah. No, no. The well, guys, Duncan they thought we were going to help them. Like, what happened yeah. to him? I mean, they they gave – I don't know. Duncan Robinson, I, he had a great first year, and they – Didn't he get a contract? 
got a really really nice I was gonna fat say, contract. He got a fat and contract and it's almost untradeable right now. He went from, just like forgot. He went from 13 points a game to 7. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sometimes that happens, you know. And look at somebody like you know Bertans, you know, who's on hey. the Mavs right now. He had that one season, you know, and yep. got his self a contract, and 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 now he's like, I don't <laughs> know, said, what gotcha. the guy on the bench. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> uh, other news for buyouts today. Uh, my my sad sack favorite team, the Chicago Bulls, have signed Beverly or Patrick Beverly to a P Bizzle. Uh, P-Bev, so uh, P-Bev is from the Chicago area, grew up there. Um, he was bought out by the Orlando Magic after his trade from the Lakers. Um, the Bulls are going to have to waive a player to create a roster spot to sign Beverly. This Who are they is, uh, Oh, it's probably going to be – oh, man. I, I, I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. They've got two or three bench guys. They haven't even uh, – they haven't even really gotten – anything out of man they might as well wave all of them they're all terrible malcolm hill like he's on there tony bradley marco simonovich like they never play they don't develop any of their players i gotta i hate this team so much (laughs) (laughs) they're so bad and i'm just hoping that patrick beverly will make them bad enough for them to continue to drop in the standings that is the only thing that can help this team because it's their only hope is nah, a chance man. at a lottery pick in the, the only top pa- three. Only, th- only thing Pat Bev does is take teams to the playoffs, baby. That's all he does. All I, he my, does damn is it. win. Damn my it. Thought process, <laughs> my thought process was is we got him so he could fight Grayson Allen. And um <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's the only thing I could think of. Like we, Listen, we want we want somebody that can go at Grayson Allen. Listen, I mean, Lonzo's, not, Lonzo's not coming back. You need a point guard. Pat Bev's <laughs> going to take you to the playoffs. You're you're good. Ron Harper's not walking through that door. Lonzo Ball's not walking through that door. And here we go. We've got Ayu DeSumo, who is completely leveled off and had a great rookie year and just hasn't done anything because the Bulls don't develop players unless your name's Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy just developed himself. We're not even going to give them credit for that. But – um. But uh, another another sad sad move in the in the Chicago Bulls franchise. So I mean, uh, we are only we are only two games out of the play in. I mean, they need to be further down. There's no point in making the play in, though. Nope, There's no you're, point. You're making you're making it. Don't even try to don't even try to say that you're not. You added Pat Bev, so you got Pat Bev and Caruso on your perimeter defense. You guys are making the playoffs. That, that, you know, Bill and you got DeRozan, you got Levine. Job. I mean, yeah, you guys, you're in there. There's no doubt about it. You guys will make the playoffs. Sean, you knew after the trade deadline when Levine didn't get traded that it was a wrap, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was – it was it was one of the saddest moments in Bulls history. The fact – well, the fact that they didn't trade away DeRozan was – I mean, he was more valuable at the trade deadline than he'll be this summer. Definitely. He could have helped a team. I mean, he was an all-star this year. He he made the freaking all-star team. Sure did. And – and he, you know, uh, another one I kind of want to bring up. So Miles Leonard, who uh, hasn't played in a couple of years after uh, y- using an anti-Semitic slur. During his say, he's had some, he's had some troubles. <laughs> yeah. 
so the uh the the bucks have agreed to a 10-day deal with him so last time he played was in 2021 or maybe it was 2020 he played three games he averaged three points a game in that so um he's going to the bucks i'm actually shocked the bucks are even taking a taking a shot on this um but uh yeah, for buyout news, this is this is it. You know, I think uh, I think the Russell Westbrook one was probably the the biggest one of the year. So, all right, moving on to our final segment of the night, the full court heave. All right. So, full court heave this week. Bold predictions for the last half of the NBA season. So we're here. We're in the last uh, last few games of the of the NBA season here, leading into the playoffs, and uh, a lot can happen. Uh, people are gonna a lot of these teams are gonna be going up and down in the standings. Uh, some might leapfrog, some some might sink. We don't really know. Um, but I wanted to get your takes on what your guys' bold predictions were for the last half of the season. So bold prediction: Are you saying for a team or for a player or for? Or is it whatever? It be, uh, let's do uh, – you could do team or a player. Go for it. Okay. So my bold prediction, which I don't know if it's bold or not, and it's funny because you have his picture up here, but I think Jason Tatum wins the MVP. Okay. I like That's that. Really, that's my bold prediction. Wow. I already think Jokic has it locked up. You think so? Yeah. I see I think I think Tatum, I think the Celtics going to finish first. I think he's going to have a phenomenal back half and he's going to they're going to finish so well that he's going to play so well that they're going to have to consider him as the MVP. Not saying that Nikola Jokic isn't having was a the, season. Was the 50 was the was the 53 in the All-Star game the start of it? Well, I I think I think when you do that, I think it gets more eyes on you possibly. So you know, he can make a little run. The The Celtics are the best team in the East, and, and he's the best player on the best team. So, yeah, I, I think he's I got. Think, a, I think he's got a run at it. I don't think they're just the best team in the East. I think they're the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I mean, agree with everything that they're doing. So, if you're looking at the MVP ladder right now, he's currently ranked fourth. He dropped down from third last year. He's averaging thirty points a game, eight rebounds four assists above him. He has Joel Embiid, who is just, I mean, I feel bad for Joel Embiid. Every I do year, too. Man. Yeah. God, he's so good. He's so underappreciated. And uh, number two, Giannis makes sense. And of course, Jokic, uh, who is trying to, is it three Pete this year? Yeah. Is MVP. Jokic is, is a beast, insane. man. Even, even as he wins these every year, he just, he's so fantastic. He's such a, he's under, I feel like even him, you know, winning the MVP every year, he's underappreciated by the NBA community, but Joel Embiid is underappreciated by the MVP committee. So no, I would agree with that. I would Um, agree with that for sure. I like, I like that. I could see, you know, if he really, you know, turns the jets on, I, I could see something like that happening. But, um, All right, so here's my bold prediction for 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 the end of the year, and this is going to sound crazy. Go for it. The Orlando Magic will make the playing game in the playoffs as a ten seed. If I I hope you're I hope you're right. <laughs> All the Bulls will make it too. Somebody else is going to fall. <laughs> oh no 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 no! The Magic are going to beat them out. And they're gonna, they're gonna... They're gonna get to that yeah. plan. But no, I I the, do I do I've got it. I mean, 
They're right now. They're four games out. They're twenty-four and thirty-five. Um, they're five and five in their last ten. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I like this Orlando Magic team. They're a lot of fun. And before the season started, we didn't think they had a snowball's chance. But right now, they're only, you know, uh, yeah, four games out of the plan. So um, if the Bulls fall like we think they will, um, it would it would take some moving. But I'm gonna I, that's my bold prediction. I'm gonna say Orlando Magic make the play in. I mean, they're probably the most fun league pass team right now. Um, oh, yeah. Palo. Bull Bull Palo. Yeah. I mean, Bull Bull is actually getting a shot out there this year, and he's doing a great job. Ten points a game, uh, one block a game, six rebounds a game. He's yeah. been fantastic. Wendell Carter averaging 15 and eight. Um, he's looking fantastic. Markel Foltz. 13, yeah, four well. and five. He's looking well. He had a killer dunk the other night. He just, he looks great out there. Uh, they got, they got Jonathan Isaac out on the floor again. He's yeah. back from the dead. He's out there. So they're a really fun team. I, for, for, I think the, the NBA sake, I hope that the Orlando magic make it to the play in, but guys, it's time to just go back to the old jerseys. I hate these new jerseys. They're wearing I can't stand. Oh them. yeah. Yeah, I just they need I can't to go back them. old school. Where where are the vintage ones? Every I feel like there's not one NBA fan that wouldn't say, especially an Orlando Magic fan who wouldn't be like, yeah, we should go back to these. Just give Absolutely. us what we want. Give us Absolutely. our old jerseys back. So, all right, Josh, what do you got for me? All right, at the sacrifice of the Minnesota Timberwolves. As much as I hate to say this, the Lakers are going to make the play in and win the eight seed to play against whoever's the number one seed in the playoffs. Mm. Man, Lakers versus Nuggets. Whew. Yeah, odd man out is Minnesota. I'm here for that. It. Makes sense. Yeah. I think oh, Oklahoma is- City, Golden State, and the Pelicans all stay in. The Lakers sneak in. There's even a chance that – that might even go bigger than that. Say the Lakers even got a shot to, to, to grab the six. They would have to – they would have to basically go like 18 and five. Well, I mean, LeBron is in playoff mode, so – so, so yeah, says, my Bahiv is Lakers in, Timberwolves out. Mm. And Timberwolves are out because they got rid of D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Okay. And I like that. I like that. So, my bold prediction for the end of the NBA season here. I am predicting that the LA Clippers will make it to the Western Conference Finals. Ooh! I like it. <laughs> against? I like it. I think they're going to be going up against the Phoenix Suns. Ooh! Yeah. Well, I it like depends that. how it depends how it drops, but 
but Phoenix or or Denver. I mean, it's going to be one of the two. I mean, I, we don't know what we don't. I don't know what Phoenix is going to look like just because you put Kevin Durant, you know, you know, on Phoenix. I don't trust CP3's health at all ever. Yeah, and also he just never wins championships. So, and it's not his fault. He's a he's like one of the, he's one of the greatest point guards of all time. But he's just I don't know what it is. He's just cursed. Yeah, um, I mean, it's putting Kevin Durant like putting a wig on a pig. You know what I mean, like, bro. After yeah, that, after that, you know after that I mean? Warriors, after that Warriors, um, uh, Rocket series. Oh, that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was their. That was their. Uh, their year right there. That was their window. Yeah, I agree with you, Josh. So we were mm. talking about that a couple years ago. It was the same thing, but yeah, I don't know what it is, but I, I have this strange feeling that. Kawhi, who is someone who I don't trust ever. He's just not reliable. But I feel like he's saving himself for the playoffs this year. Yeah. With Paul George. Paul George has been playing well. So, yes. Hey, I Russell do got to give a shout out, man. Um, the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight games, Kawhi looks like his old self. Yeah. yeah. And that's. That's where that's why I'm I'm mostly I'm mostly coming to this conclusion right here. I just I feel like he is he is getting sneaky good at the right time. Kind of similar to how he was, you know, when he you know, was at his peak a couple years ago and I don't know what it is, but I just have this weird feeling that we're going to see them in the conference finals this year. And and we'll see what happens. I'm not saying they're going to make it to the finals, but I think they're going to they got a punch or shot at it this year. Okay. So so we'll see. We'll see. So I like it. I like it too. I like it too. So, but I am. Uh, are you guys changing any of your picks from from the beginning of the year to the the, the team that you're gonna you think is gonna win the NBA Finals? Who did you guys pick at the beginning of the year? Oh, I don't know. I have to go back Remember, and recap. Did you didn't pick the Golden State Warriors again? Did you? I don't I think, think so. Ben, are you did sure, I, Ben? I think. You did, did I go back to back? Did I go back to back, Jacks? He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't remember doing that. I don't, I don't remember doing it. Hey, <laughs> listen, until the tape runs, I don't remember it. You know I, definitely, I, mean? hey, I definitely know that you picked them last year. Oh, yeah, I definitely picked them last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. You did. We'll have, run, we'll have to run the tape back. We'll have to run the tape back on that one to see what I did. I don't, I don't even year. remember who I picked this year. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I had to, I had to go back. This, this, this NBA season has taken a lifetime. It's, it's just been an absolute lifetime and it's not like we're not getting uh, great basketball this year we're getting the best basketball probably you know the last yeah. couple of years we've gotten some of the best basketball probably ever you know yeah. in terms of shooter shooters and just just slashers and just so much there's been so much fun out there but um and it's been interesting to see lebron kind of take a back seat over the last couple of years and there's been other players that have kind of kind of you know gotten some more screen time this year but mm -hmm. um i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting um towards the end of the year i always get like i was telling ben earlier i get a little antsy around you know uh late march april where the season just i'm like okay can we just get to the playoffs let's just get to the playoffs i don't care about any of these games um because a lot of them don't mean anything and we're just taken miles off of the players legs i'm gonna be point. honest with you some... i i would really like to see the first round of the playoffs go back to five games oh you and me both man let like i like <laughs> you, 
You should have joined us earlier when we had a bunch of old man opinions about how they should do the we old did. story again. You would have fit in perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is out there yelling at the sky, you know. Like, I wish they'd do those five-game first-round series. No one needs seven games anymore. It's very true. I, We've never needed true. the seven-game first, the first-round seven-game seed. It's it's too much, and it's it's a money maker. I get it, but. Um, it does make the games more interesting. Three out of five. Hey, the WNBA is like three. They're like, we do three. That's it. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're like, we got three game series, man. And yeah. And they actually, um, they actually, if, if the, if the road team wins the first game, they automatically give home court advantage to the road team. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. So like, interesting. So, yeah. So like if the road team wins games one, like I'm pretty sure the next two games were like the other team has to go on the road for the last two games. Oh, which that I think is pretty legit. That is legit. That is that is legit. But yeah, I I would go back to three out of five in a heartbeat. That's that's something I would I would love to see, but we'll probably never see in our lifetime just because NBA's got to make that money. They got to make that right. first Heck round yeah, money, and, and everybody loves a seven game first round series. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, man, I feel like the first round is drawn out so long. It you're is. Like, it is. I mean, unless unless you're getting one of those those series where you've got like an underdog who is really, you know, you know, like, and I'll bring up my team that which was the greatest first round series ever, the Bulls and Celtics, uh, the year after the Celtics won the NBA title and Kevin Garnett was hurt. Uh, they went seven games, and that was. Just an incredible first round series. Incredible. But I don't remember one that, you know, where I was like, man, you know, this was great. Super memorable, you know, mm-hmm. since then. So it's been kind of a, it's been kind kind of just a, you know, a rush to an NBA championship. Most, and, and most of the seven game series, they're, you know, we're getting some sweeps. We're getting, you know. Well, and that's what happens. It's like you get. You you know out of the first round you have four 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 game four series on each side you get like three sweeps or you get like a five game and then all of a sudden there's this one seven game series and everybody's waiting to play the second round because of it like you have to wait yeah. for the series to be over with yeah and like just yeah. push it to five and get it over with yep I agree yeah I agree with that I, I agree. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the 48 Minutes Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us all tonight. Uh, We will be back uh, next week. Um, Hopefully everybody's catching the new 48 Minutes rebooted podcast, At Large Bid, which is back up and running as well. Take a listen Mm. to that if you haven't already. And uh, see you guys next week. Adios.